Hello and welcome back to the TTPA, Tatani Talks Pirkei Avos, the year where we talk a Mishnah of Pirkei Avos per day, with sagely commentary and practical advice to say. We are in Season 5 here of the TTPA. We are listening and using the commentary of the Sforno and the notes and the translatory explanations of Rabbi Kipalkovitz. We are here in Parag Dalid, in chapter 4, we are here in Mishnah. Hey, we are here in paragraph 5. So we're here in chapter 4, paragraph 5, Dalid Hey, talking about secret versus public. You think you could do things in your house. You think you could do things, destroy people's lives, God forbid. You think it's in hidden and secret and it's never going to be heard? God forbid. No such thing. We see major public figures, especially the book author, terrible, terrible, horrific, horrible things in secret. And it was Nifra and Beparhesia. It was brought out in Begaloi, in public. You think you could rip off people, steal millions of dollars in private and have Ponzi schemes and it's never going to be heard about. It's never going to be found out. It will definitely be found out. You think you could ruin people's lives from the safety and security of your home? You think you could steal money and send things away and deal with illicit drugs and things and God forbid it'll never be heard god forbid anything done in secret will be held accountable in public will be held in galoi will be done publicly especially if you're doing shem shemai mischalel especially if you're doing things that are desecrating god's name whatever happens you think it's it's hidden behind closed doors that's the difference between a ganav and a goslin a goslin steals openly in public He's not afraid of anyone. He's afraid of uh, of of what? You know, he steals during the day. Who is he afraid of? At nighttime, he's afraid of man. So he he steals at nighttime, hoping nobody's watching. And during the daytime, who is he afraid of? He's not afraid of man because he's looking there. But either way, it's really it's really. But either way, it'll come back to the person. It'll come back to him. Don't think you could be in the safety and security of your home and ruin people's lives, do things bad, hurt people. Not talking about private struggles of people who have difficulties with whatever, with the smoking and the whatnot. That's their own personal battle, their own personal decision, their own personal thing to work on between them and Hashem. But a person in charge of funds and person in charge of tzedakah, person in charge of this or that, and a person skimming off the top, God forbid, lots of examples of terrible things people do, person hurting other people. God forbid in private, it's going to come out in public. It'll always come out. It will always come out. Don't think you could hide in the safety, quote-unquote, and security, quote-unquote, of your home. Nifrin mimena begaloi. Rabbi Yochan ben Broca Omer, that's what we're talking about today. Rabbi Yochan ben Broca says, Call a machalal shem shamayim b'seser. Whoever desecrates the name of heaven in secret, nifrin mimena begaloi. They will exact punishment from him in public. Who? Hashem will make sure it's coming to you. Hashem will make sure that it will get known and be told. Hashem will make sure it will be known. All these rabbis and all these people, these these public figures who do terrible things thinking that they could skim off the top and hurt people and, and, and watch people and, and mess with people's private lives behind the safety of their door and behind the safety of their computer. It's got to be come out in public. you got to watch out. you got to re- be the right person whether Hashem is with you in the public or in the private. Hashem is always with you. Watch out because it will become shown in the public. Whether unintentional or intentional, whether you're skimming off the top intentionally or by accident you're skimming off the top because you didn't do a good job with the books. Be careful, accountants, lawyers, people dealing with money and numbers. I never like numbers. Way too much for me in general. Understand that there is the desecration of the name. Understand that there is Chil Hashem. God forbid. You got to make sure to take care. Even if you're working from home, I always say, try to dress 
properly for the job. Don't wear your pajamas. Don't wear your pajama shirt. Try to dress for the job. Even if nobody sees you, Hashem sees you. And you'll have a little more respect for yourself. So all these people with the Zoom meetings and the Google Meet meetings and whatnot, people will still see you. Hashem will still see you. So dress the part. Understand even if it's private. So even if you're working at home, even if it's remote, make sure to dress the part. Make sure to act the part. Even if someone's not hovering over you, Hashem is still there. Hashem knows the hours. Hashem knows the work you're doing. Still write your notes for your clients. Still write the paperwork for your, for your clients and for your customers, even if you're working from home. It could be, be careful when you're working, when you're dealing with people. Even if you're working from your home, you're working from an office. Even if you're in an office with adults and there are no students, you still got to show up. You still got to go. In a in a current environment, in a current placement where we're in a in a in a in a place where we're working, if a person signs in and leaves after an hour or two, that's not right. If you have a six hour day, a seven hour day, eight hour day, nine hour day, and you're signing in, you leave after two hours, from Ahmed Begala, it's gonna be revealed in public. Don't do that. Make sure you stay for the requisite amount of time. Make sure you're there for the requisite amount of time. Make sure you're a part of the system properly. Make sure you do so in the right way. Whether intentional or unintentional, try your best in the best way you can to be Mekadeh wherever you go. I like to wear my kippah in the building specifically as a religious Jew so that they could see I try to be an upstanding, honest citizen and a good worker and a good OT. Outside, of course, I try to wear the, key, the hat to make sure out of safety and security reasons, but inside, we want to do that. The Sforno points out, whoever desecrates the name of heaven in secret, whether he does it unintentionally or intentionally, is regarded as having committed Chilo Hashem, desecration of the name. The Tana warns us to be extremely cautious in protecting God's honor. For even if one unintentionally desecrates God's name in secret, they will exact punishment from him in public. Not because heaven wants to magnify his punishment beyond his doom, but to impress upon the others the severity of this transgression. We see this illustrated in the episode of David and Bathsheba, where he was told by Nasan Hanavi, one of my Hebrew names, Ki For you did it secretly, but I will do this thing before all Israel, before the sun. Even though the Chilal Hashem, desecration of God's name, was unintentional on the part of David, for he was confident that no one would know and that God's name would be not desecrated. Of course, Hashem knew. And of course, it was brought to the public lore and everybody found out. The notes point out, the Sorna refers us to the painful episode of David and Bathsheba, the wife of Uriah, to illustrate by Yochanan ben Broca's teaching. Our rabbis teach us in Shabbat that David was technically not guilty of immorality, but every soldier would write a divorce contract before going to the front. And if he was killed as was Bathsheba's husband, Uriah, the divorce would take effect retroactively. Nevertheless, David was morally culpable and held accountable by Hashem. Although there was no chilol Hashem, since halachically he did not commit a transgression, the act was done privately. Nonetheless, the punishment from on high was destined to become public. And lo, later he lost a child from it, which not people, not many people remember and think about, but he did lose a child. He fasted for seven days. When the child died, he got up and he went about his business because he said, there's nothing more I could do. But there was major punishment. As the verse quoted by the Sforno states, this constitutes a clear proof from Scripture to the dictum of Artana. Understand. 
whether you're working in public, whether you're working in private, you're working in the public sector or the private sector, Hashem is always there. You got to be Makadish Shem Shemaim, whatever you do. There's every law, every Jewish law in practice and halacha, the code of Jewish law and conduct is in every single aspect of our entire life to show us, to come with us, to prove to us there is always the higher ground, the moral ground, the proper ground we're supposed to have, we're supposed to take in our lives with our dealings with people and dealing with everyone as much as we can every single day. Join us next time as we talk about learning in order to teach, which is even better than learning for yourself and learning to want to do for others, to teach for others, to do for others. That's the best. You're not supposed to be stuck in the study halls as a hermit, never getting out. How many halachos, how many mitzvos require us to get out and about, out of the study hall, into the world? Let's talk about it next time here on the TTPA. And I'm your host, Tani.